Name. Matilda. Age. 38. Lives in. Stockholm, Sweden. Your connection to the coloring book community. Coloring since three years. Occupation. Occupational therapist. Favorite pencils. Polychromous. Favorite coloring book. Skymningstimman. Samlia Snova. Moonlit Whale. Hi and welcome to Passionista Colorista, a podcast about coloring book for adults. And today I am talking to Matilda Furness. Welcome. Thank you. This is so fun. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Uh, this is the third episode. Uh, and uh, the people that are listening and don't know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Uh, yes. Um, I'm 38, as I said. I live in Stockholm, in Tienstad. And uh, I'm a, I work as an occupational therapist, arbetsterapeut in Swedish. Uh, so I work in psychiatry with grown-ups. And I, uh, I came into the coloring through my job, actually, because I was mostly knitting and drawing and stuff with my patients. And then I had a colleague who, who saw what I was doing and said, oh, you should use coloring books. And it was quite new. It was three years ago. So I, uh, uh, yeah, I started with that and I became hooked. <laughs> but except coloring, I love dancing. I love singing. Uh, I love reading. <laughs> I like love making up stories. And uh, yeah, a lot of my time is when I'm not working is coloring or reading. Or in the weekends, I dance a lot of the. Uh, Swing dancing, so I dance Lindy Hop and Balboa and Blues Dance. Uh, and uh, spend time with my sister or my friends and my nephew. So that's kind of my life. <laughs> uh, can you tell us your name on Instagram if you, people want to see your pictures? Uh, yes, yes. It's uh, Matilda, uh, Sister Yster. Which I can uh, I can write it down for people to read in English because it's difficult to just pronounce how it's spelled. But it's for not Swedish people. It's fun to know uh, what it's. It's actually from a you know it of course, but it's from a children's uh, TV program <laughs> where it's two socks and one of them is called Sister Sister, and uh, as I'm a little sister. And my sister, my sister is Emma Tvertimot. She's the Emma opposite. <laughs> you you color, but as you told us, but you also have uh, two coloring book groups. Tell us about them. Yes, my first one was uh, Maria Trolle Blomsten Mandela Coloring Club, as I call it, uh, fan club of Maria Trolle, uh, which I started uh, one and a half years ago. March, I think, uh, 2015 must be right. Am I counting right? <laughs> uh, no, 16. Oh, whatever. Um, I had uh, some months before, I think, or maybe half a year before. I, uh, I mean, I started coloring in the autumn 2015, and uh, I joined this. Johanna Bassford group, international group first. And uh, so I got my first coloring friends in the, I mean, the community from all over the world before I got friends in the Swedish coloring world. Uh, and uh, when I found the Swedish group, uh, the Mollebecke for books now, I realized there's so many different books. <laughs> That's just Johanna Batsford. And so many books and lots of fantasy books. And one of them I really liked and I still like is Selina Fennish. And, uh, and I was like, hmm, maybe I should start a group for her. Uh, because I really like her art. But at the same time, it was, no, it's too much work. I want to color, so not spend time on Facebook. And if I have a group, I have to spend a lot of time on Facebook. So I'd, I decided to not to do it. And then later when Maria Trolle 
became popular, I really felt I wanted to be a Swedish person to start because she's Swedish. And I had some friends who thought, oh, we should start a group. And I said, oh, but I can start it. And uh, they helped me out because they were quite used to having groups. And it was the first time I had one. So with the help of them, I started this uh, Maria Trolle group. And it was, I mean, yes, I have to spend time on Facebook. <laughs> but it's really, really fun. And if I have my admin friends, I don't have to be there all the time. I can be there when I want to. And uh, so How I, much work uh, is it? Uh, well, I mean, I I check Facebook every morning when I go to work. And usually during lunchtime and sometimes if I have not so much to do, I <laughs> several times a day when maybe I should work. And then I always look on my way home from work and after dinner. And I try not to look at Facebook after eight or at least nine but it usually doesn't really work <laughs> so that was my plan too but it never works i always look look facebook and instagram just before i go to bed <laughs> yeah. or maybe in bed just before <laughs> letting <battle>. the... <laughs> i know it's i mean it's so much fun and they are our friends it is fun but it's not so good for my eyes and uh, I feel I get tired in my eyes. I get easy get a headache if I don't go to bed. At, if I'm not in bed at 10. And it kind of just... I mean, reading is fine. And coloring is... Well, coloring, I can get tired eyes too. But, but looking in the phone, even if I have the dark, dark thing on it, it's still tiring. So... But, I mean, now that I'm used to having the groups, it's fine. And, but in the beginning, it was quite a lot of... Uh, things to do and you get so much energy which also makes it difficult to sleep because when I get a lot of ideas I kind of when I get really happy then it's difficult to sleep I mean when it, it's not fun going to bed sad but yeah <laughs> you might yeah I know the feeling it's hard to sleep when the brain is and the ideas are popping up <laughs> and you just yeah. it spins around in your brain yeah it's, I mean I don't have like ages ADD or something like that, but for me, I call it, it's a, by fun, my creative ADD <laughs> or ADHD. Yeah, I don't have it, but I have similar traits, which I think a lot of people have. So. But your coloring groups, what are they meaning to you today? Oh, it's um, great. I love them. I get so much positive energy from it most of the time. Uh, well, a lot of the time, I would say. And oh yeah, I forgot. I just started talking about. It. I mean, after I started the Maria Trotter group, and we kind of decided to make it closed. So it's not a very big group. It's like 200 people now, uh, and it had been growing quite slowly because I have a secret, and uh, which I think is nice because it takes so much time to let people join, and it's nice to be do it now and then and not like 20 every day uh, so after a while I got back to my this fantasy my love for fantasy and I I was chatting with uh, my friend Morena from Croatia you probably know who she is uh, and uh, asked her if she wanted to help me to start a fantasy coloring group and she, she thought it was a great idea so with the help of her and uh, some other friends who also helped me out admin the Maria Trollo group, we started the fantasy group and we had it, a lot of people who wanted to join in the, from the start. So it was like, wow, this was a really good idea. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I had the both, those two groups, my fantasy and fairy tales and the Maria Trollo. And they're quite different because the fantasy group is, uh, I mean, it's more people posting, it's more people, to, it's a little bit more things going on there. And uh, I would say the Maria Trolle group is a little bit more slow, but very, very nice. I mean, both groups are really nice, but I would say Maria Trolle is maybe a little more easy to manage because every picture is just from her books, so you can't. Uh, post anything wrong 
<laughs> Sometimes I have found pictures that's not Maria Trolle, which I, of course, taken away then, but it's not very often that happens. What is it about her pictures that you like? Oh, they're very sweet. They're beautiful. They're harmonious. Uh, and harmony is very important to me. That is like uh, not a lot of different stuff in them that makes you tired. <laughs> and uh, and there's some kind of mystery in them. There's something funny about them. Not every picture, but... Um, and she's kind of developed for every book. In the beginning, it was mostly flowers. And I mean, I like flowers, but I like fantasy more. <laughs> and that she has also, like... Um, animals and that makes it more interesting for me and then when the Vivi book came it was a storybook and I love stories so that was like yes <laughs> and the Quimling one is even more fantasy in some ways so that's why I said it's my favorite book because it's uh, I have this fantasy feeling and uh, they're really well done the paper is really good and the Everything about them is really, really nice. It's quite obvious what you are coloring and posting in the Maria Trolle group. But what is uh, what are the color? Uh, hmm, what are you coloring in the fantasy coloring group? Oh, a lot of different things. Um, I have so many books. I I have over a hundred books now. It's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> so I have many groups, many books that are waiting for me to color in, and that I want to color in because I have like a long list in my head of pictures I want to color. And I mean, like Semlyasnova, which is a book from Croatia, is gorgeous, beautiful book. It's a lot, a lot of details, but it's, it's harmonious. And so I love that book, and uh, I. Uh, I mentioned this Moonlit Whale, which is um, an American artist, uh, uh, Steg Gerard, I think you say, and uh, her pictures are just amazing, and they're so beautiful. I, really, I like like classic art, when it's classical beauty, if you know what I mean. And it's like unicorns, it's girls sitting among flowers. And it's usually a moon in the pictures. I guess that's why it's called Moonlit Wave. And um, so I'm really looking forward to that book. It's not out yet. It's coming sometime in December. I've joined the Kickstarter projects. And uh, so it's being made right now. So I'm looking forward to that. I am just now coloring in uh, Clara Markova's uh, new book, which is really cute. I like it. Uh, Tenderful Enchantments. I color... Um, I think, I mean, the books I've colored most in is Maria Trolle's books. But I think maybe secondly... Oh, it's difficult to say. Um, I mean, it can take months before I'm done with the picture. <laughs> when I color in Samia Snova, which is a big book and has a lot of details, I've done a, a double page, which I think took me two months. Because I was only coloring at work, I wasn't coloring at home. Uh, so, which is, which means like four hours a week, maybe. Uh, maybe three because I run around fixing things for my patients and I do coffee and tea and stuff like that and I really love Elena Furby's new books both of them because I, when I was a girl I drew horses all the time so she was a big fan of mine and she is uh, she still is I mean I'm a big fan of her I mean uh, and uh so, and I've always loved drawing horses, and now I can color them. So that's great. Uh, another favorite is Nirut um, Puttapittat, something like that. Uh, a coloring book called Fairies, which is a pictura. It's a small one, 
which you can draw out. But now there's a new big one, which you can also really, really good paper, and you can just rip them out and put them up. Are you putting them up on your wall? And uh, uh, yes, I have only done one in that one. I haven't put it up yet. I want to. I thought I would do three pictures in its book, and then I'll try to find it actually. Something to put them in, which I usually don't. I usually just put them on one of my doors. Uh, but Nurot Putta Pipat, that's his name. Beautiful, beautiful fairies. And uh, there's another artist that Pictura also have, which is, has done a dragon book, Coloring Dragons. I can really recommend Pictura's books because they have really, really good paper. Uh, and the name of that artist is John Howe. I'm just standing by my books right now. Um, my Another favorite is uh, Winged Beauty. It's an American book from Fairy Magazine, and there's like four or five artists in that book. Uh, so you can have uh, totally different styles. And the first one is Renee Taylor. I haven't done any of her pictures, but, and then it's, um, uh, Corey Godby, an American artist, which is, it's beautiful, great scale art pictures with, like, bears and a girl in the forest, and like a big, giant woman in the forest, and, uh, yeah, it makes me think a little bit about um, oh, now I've forgotten his name. That is an old Swedish artist who lived. John Bauer? Yes, John Bauer, thank you. Wow, you read my mind. <laughs> but... Yes, that's a gift I have. <laughs> mind reading. <laughs> and it's Stephanie Law, which I haven't done in her pictures either. Ruth Sanderson, which I really love. She's also an American artist too. Beautiful, beautiful. Picture. She she does a lot of grey scale art, and they're quite dark, so they're a little bit difficult, but it's still, yeah, I love her pictures. They're also very classical. And then it's Charles West, and I love his art because it's very free. It's very living. It feels like they're moving. I love his style. It's um, he he he. If you know the film Stardust. Yes. He. Uh, the pictures to the book Stardust. So, uh, and it was so fun because when I when I bought this book, uh, no, no, when I read the book Stardust, I recognized the name Charles West, and I was like, why do I recognize the name? And I realized that I knew one of his uh, someone in his family. Uh, so I had to, I wrote to her on, on Facebook, like, do you know Charles West? <laughs> yeah, he's my uncle. <laughs> I, <laughs> so that was really cool. And uh, apparently she's actually in that book because she was a little bit uh, jealous that he drew in his children in that book. So she said, she, I want to be in it too. So the last picture, in the, one of the last pictures, she's dancing on the rooftop. And uh, she's a dancer, and that's how I know her, because I met, met her on a dance uh, camp in America. So it's a small world. <laughs> it really is, and it's smaller now with internet. Yes. What is it about <laughs> fantasy that you like so much? Oh, I always loved fantasy. I mean, since I was a kid, I always loved stories. I love the magic. I think it's the magic part that I really love. And... Uh, and that's when it comes to coloring, that it comes, that it is a story. I mean, it's not just a picture of a flower. It's actually something happening in the picture. Uh, something, yeah, it's beautiful. But when it comes to just reading fantasy, it's, I mean, it's this whole world of its own with magic. <laughs> And it's, uh, yeah, you just disappear to another world. But when you are coloring a fantasy picture, are you then making stories up in your mind? Sometimes, yes. 
I've written two stories, uh, two, two pictures I've done. And that's because, uh, I mean, usually when I do a picture, I maybe make up uh, a name or something for the, for them, but not a whole, whole story. Uh, but when we had, when we celebrated one year in my fantasy group, I decided to have a competition. We never have competitions usually, uh, but I decided to give away uh, um, a book. It's the Swedish Lena Fjellbergs Måla Hestar, and uh, because it's not so easy to get that book outside of Sweden, and. Uh, so everyone wrote their own story, and I wrote a story for a dragon in my Samyasnola book, which I really like. I mean, I was like, wow, did I write this story? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a long story. <laughs> it's about a dragon who, uh, in the pictures, uh, she's lying sleeping around uh, an apple tree. So I got this I got this picture from uh, Narnia in the, one of the first books. This is the first book. It's two children who rides away on a, on a flying horse to find a special apple to save Narnia. And so that so that was like one of the uh, feelings I got from it. So the, in the story is this young dragon who uh, is a bit lonely, and this woman, a flying woman, comes to see him and they're flying around and she tells him about this um, special apple tree that needs protection and needs protection from a dragon, a special dragon like him, or her, I mean, sorry. <laughs> and uh, so she, he, she, they go and see this apple tree in this garden where she lives and uh, she uh, agrees to, to be the protector of this tree. And uh, yeah, I won't tell any more of the story. You can go into my Instagram <laughs> and read the whole story. <laughs> wow, it's there. Yeah, I will. Yes. Well, you have to go back a while to me or something, but it's there. Yes. And uh, so in the in the competition, there was a lot of people joining actually, and I was so impressed with all the stories people wrote. It was like, wow, really, really fun. And uh, I I didn't decide myself who would win. I wrote down all the names on people who join, and then I just draw a name. Uh, because I don't really like competitions when you have like a popular contest. Because uh, yeah, it's not so fun. <laughs> I when I in the beginning when I started coloring in the Johanna Basford group, uh, they had competitions, and I joined, and I never got anywhere and because and it was so frustrating because you when you put down like weeks and weeks on coming a picture and people like them and write really really nice things and i was like oh I could, maybe i should put this in competition and i do but in the actual competition it's like five people liking a picture so it was it wasn't so fun <laughs> uh so i always thought if we have competitions we wouldn't have any popular competition we will have uh, the admin deciding or Maria Trolle deciding uh, in the Maria Trolle group because uh, she's been really generous of giving away books in the in the, when when she came out with the, well when we started the group I, I invited her and she was really she's a really nice person I mean you have talked with her and she said she said that she could your way book in competitions. We had one competition, but I think there was the only time we had one where the pop, most popular one got a big one. And, but we had two prizes. I gave away something and she gave away something or something like that. I don't know. Sorry. It was one of the admins who helped me who actually uh, got a book from the, her uh, book company. And, uh, and then when Vivi came out, she gave away a book and, uh, she gave also uh, gave a book. Well, she said two books to me. But she gave me a book, and I was like, oh my god. And uh, 
<laughs> she has been really nice to me. Uh, so I have one book signed by her. And I actually have two books signed by her because I won, I won a competition some months ago. Although my friend won a competition and I, she tagged me as her friend. So I got one. Uh, so I have two winning people. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we had, we had several competitions there, but only one in the, in the fantasy and fairy tales. But what we do have in both groups is where we have events. Every month we have an event. So usually in the first day of the month, I start an event. Or maybe some days before. So people can think about what they want to color. And, uh, I have so many ideas. Like we were chatting before about all these ideas I have. So I have like a, I write them down so I can remember, oh, we should do a fairy tale event or have a dragons event or whatever. Uh, and then in the Maria Trader group, I usually go maybe more after spring and summer and stuff like that. And uh, in autumn, we, we had this beautiful browns in September. And that was really interesting to see people using brown because it's not the most used color, I think. At least not for me. So for me, it was also an interesting uh, uh, challenge. <laughs> it's what are your uh, favorite colors? Oh, red. Uh, I think one of them. Dark red. But I have uh, and turquoise. I love turquoise. Um, and uh, I mean now that we have a lot of pencils and stuff it's like oh so many new colors that you haven't thought about before I didn't use yellow very much in the beginning I haven't been a very yellow person but I started realizing yellow is very good for making things shine or uh, sunlight or whatever um, so golden ochre. My Pablo, I have Pab- I have Polos, Polos and Pablos that I usually use most. My favorite <laughs> favorite Pablo is golden ochre. It's really really nice. And uh, dark red, I think it's my favorite in Polis. But also like the dark purple ones, I really love purple as well. And uh, yeah. And warm brown. But you said that Polychromos is your favorite. Why? Um, I, I like both of them as much, but I think Polis are a little bit easier to use in some ways because you can sharpen them better. Uh, they, they're harder than the Pablos, so they're easier to, to sharpen. Uh, Pablos is softer, which is lovely to use. So they're both, in some ways, Pablos maybe are better because they're softer. So if you're difficult using your hands, maybe they're better. But they're also much more expensive. Um, Karandach, Pablo. But they (laughs) complement themselves really good. Because when when I wanted this, by Pablo's. One of the reasons why I wanted to buy them was that I wanted more red pencils. <laughs> you wanted more red pencils. <laughs> and I say, I think yeah, Polychromos has too many reds. Yeah, okay. And, and I didn't know this because I bought them first, I think, and then I read the review and I realized the Polis are the best when it comes to red pencils because they have most. And I didn't realize that before. But I'm I'm very happy about the Pablos anyway because they they are better at the blue. They have really really nice blue pencils and turquoise, and I love turquoise, so I was happy anyway. <laughs> and um, so they complement each other very well because the Pablos have the more red area and the Pablos more blue and turquoise and and very nice light brown ones I would say. Uh, yeah, so, and they also have, Pablo's are better, have more really, really, really light blue, or really, really light, 
Yeah, I think they better really like colors. Like the lightest poly isn't as definitely not as light as the lightest fabric. Um, if you understand what I mean. <laughs> I also have the Prismas, which I use sometimes. Uh, and I mean, they're really nice, but they're also very uh, oily, what you would say, greasy. Uh, yeah, a little bit too creamy, so it's uh, you have to be careful. <laughs> I realize it's good to, I mean, I'm left-handed, so I usually start from the right, so I don't put my hand in the picture. In, in the colored part of the picture. And uh, and you remember to do that because I am right-handed and I know I should start in the left corner, but I never do. I always get messy. Well, depends. When I, sometimes, if it's a picture where I really love, like, the girl in the middle, I have to start with her because she calls on me, you know. And sometimes it's, when I, if I do a double picture, it's quite, clever to start on the right side right end of the picture and uh, I'm just right now coloring um, with a friend who's right handed so she, this is really fun, we've done it once before, she starts on one side and I start on the other side and then we meet in the middle <laughs> so <that's fun>. <laughs> yes <laughs> and this is the second time we do this so we're starting with, um, what a fun Christmas idea project. So, so <laughs> I'm glad I have, uh, I can color at work, and my patients love it, and I love it, and uh, so with them I can chat about it, and, uh, and of course with my coloring friends on Facebook, and uh, yeah, I haven't talked about them so much, because they're really important, I mean I have friends from Iceland, to America, to Australia, Malaysia, Croatia, France, I mean, all over the world. And that's, that's like one of the best parts of covering. Uh, that they're everywhere and, uh, it's so interesting to get to know cultures. And I have one of the, my Icelandic friends in my fancy group. She says, she's, I mean, most of the people in my fancy group are fancy nerds, just like me. Of course, not so strange. So we have lovely discussions about whatever. <laughs> so she, she and I can sometimes chat openly in the group about different words. So that's that in Swedish. Oh, it's the same in, in uh, Icelandic. And it's so interesting to see how similar Swedish and Icelandic it is, at least when it comes to spelling. Uh, so I, I love language and, um, yeah, seeing the similarity in languages and just being really nerdy about fantasy stuff like unicorns or mermaids or fairies. I love mermaids. I think if if I would choose what to be, <laughs> it would be a mermaid. Uh, but what kind of pictures are forbidden in that group? Forbidden? Yes. Well, not fantasy. For, firstly, not fantasy pictures. I mean, and which can be difficult to under, understand what is not fantasy. I mean, it's a symbolic fantasy where maybe just a picture of a, a cat and the moon and some strange books. I mean, you, it's not a fairy in the picture, but it's still symbolic. Or like a wolf and the moon is also symbolic. And, uh, and then it's, of course, the obvious fantasy where it may something from a story like Peter Pan or uh, one of the new fantasy books or really old fairy tales or 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 like a mermaid or a fairy or whatever so but and I mean so that's the most important thing of course that it's kind of fantasy somehow and the second part is I don't really want uh, like uh, what do you say? Uh, I mean, naked is fine. That's that can be beautiful, but not like porno kind of fantasy. Because there are some some coloring books that are a little bit strange that way, which I think we have enough porn in the world. We don't need to have it in the coloring world. <laughs> uh, yeah. So 
so that, that's the two things I would say. And of course, everyone, everyone has different feelings of what, what is tacky or not, of course. So that's kind of up to me and my admins, what's okay. Yeah, I mean, you have the power to decide on in your group. Yeah, yeah. It's usually not a problem, I would say. As you already said, one of the best parts of uh, being a part of this coloring book community is that it's so international and it's the same passion. What is it about coloring that you like? What was it that made you start to love this? Oh, I mean, I always loved drawing, but with the coloring book, half of it was already done. And so I could just focus on the colors and I could focus on making it look nice. I didn't have to make it up myself. And which I think a lot of people is, is more relaxing in, in that way that you don't have to, because a lot of, often when I draw, it's not, doesn't look what I want it to look like. Uh, it's just a little bit. Yeah. It's difficult. But when you color it, it's already there, so you, you can focus on just filling it in. And, and it's beautiful. It's like, wow. I mean, that's, that's the big part. It's beautiful. So I, uh, it looks nicer when I color than when I draw. <laughs> I'm more happy with my coloring than my drawing. <laughs> but are you coloring at home too or just at work? No, at home, yeah, I quite a lot, and uh, it's a it's a battle between reading and coloring, I would say. Uh, yeah, I don't look as much as on TV. I mean, I haven't been looking much on TV the last couple of years, but even less now, I would say. Uh, sometimes I look at something and I color at the same time, uh, like a TV series, something. Yeah. Sometimes I, when I was looking at the Game of Thrones, I kind of had to hide behind a coloring book to be able to see it, because it's kind of bloody and scary. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and sometimes I, I listen to your pod, which is I started to doing this summer, I think. Or no, I, no, sometimes it's autumn. And it's really nice listening to you and the person you interview and kind of at the same time. It uh, feels very nerdy. <laughs> yes, it is. That's my plan. A very nerdy coloring book podcast that you can listen to while you are coloring. <laughs> exactly. And and it's good because then I know how long I'm actually coloring. Because if I, <laughs> That's I mean, so I mean, sweet. I, I can see usually your pods are like 45 minutes or an hour or something. And uh, then it's over. It's like, oh, mate, yes, now I should go to bed or whatever. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's not two o'clock in the night. <laughs> it's actually, <laughs> yeah. I don't usually lose track of time when I color, but I can lose track of time when I read. Uh, and it's not very good. Uh, what yeah. are you coloring right now? Uh, at home, I'm coloring uh, um, in uh, uh, this he coloring, coloring Heaven, this magazine that I buy in my shop. Um, it's a beautiful picture of a, like an elf girl, um, and, and a wolf in a forest. The book is called, um, Fairies and Elves. And the artist is called, um, what's the name? Still on my head right now. Oh, I have to go and see. Wait, my book? No. Sorry, I have the book in here. The artist is called um, da, da, da. Lindsay Archer. She's an English artist. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful pictures. So that's the one I color coloring right now at home. But I've already colored the part that I like most, so I kind of lost the energy for all the leaves and the trees in the behind. <laughs> <laughs> and at work, I'm coloring in this um, Clara Markova's Chemical Enchantment. So I, I always have two projects going on. 
one at work and at, one at home. Yeah, yeah. And then I have uh, a lot of sad old whips that never get finished. So, yeah. Uh, I had actually one, I had an event in August which was finish your whips and and I put up a picture of one of my whips from uh, from uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. And I thought, now that I have this event and I've actually showed this picture, I have to finish it. And a lot of people was really happy that I had that event because they also had a lot of whips. And they finished their whips, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, so it's still a whip. <laughs> yes, because I think I was on holiday then, and I was like, the problem with buying new books all the time is that you want to color in the, your new books, right? Yes, it you is. Get, yes, I know. Yes, so there's a lot of sad pictures. It's just like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Some. Some of them doesn't feel so important, but some I really want to finish. It's uh, it's, it's frustrating. I love coloring, but it's kind of also frustrating because it's all these beautiful pictures I want to do, but I can't color all of them. And yeah, I would probably never finish all my books. I mean, if I have a hundred books, and some of the books are like a hundred pictures, yeah, you know. What uh, what motives are the most fun? You think? Mm. I love like really strong women, we say like um, goddesses, something. Or I have my Selena Fennish wall. I can see it right now. I have uh, one of them is a goddess riding on a horse, which is really beautiful. I'm really happy with that one because I was actually watching uh, the. I looked at the her her painting. I mean the the original when I colored that to get inspiration for the colors, and uh, I can really recommend that because I haven't. I've never watched. Uh, well, I have watched some YouTube tutorials, but I've never followed them. But just to look at a picture and and. Uh, and a real, from a real artist, really like, helps you with colors and how to use, how you can use pic- colors maybe you don't think about, like purple, a really good shading color. But I'm uh, sorry, I got tracked from your aunt's question. Your question was what I, my favorite, what did you say, my favorite? Yes, motives. Yeah. Motives, yeah. Uh, Goddesses, fairies, mermaids. Um, yeah, this one. And dragons, of course. I love dragons. <laughs> I have a new coloring book from Russia with only dragons. Have you colored in it? <laughs> I started on the front, uh, and uh, but I haven't finished it yet. This it's, 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 it's not really a part of my Christmas project is like, yeah. <laughs> but there is a Christmas Christmas dragon in it that I want to color. It's like a sleeping dragon, uh, and it's a little on top of the sleeping dragon. It's a little town with snow on it, and then it's the Father Christmas riding up in the air with his reindeers. Uh, yeah, it's like perfect picture for Christmas. I think a lot of pictures are difficult to color, like skin and. Um, and the crystals and fairies wings and butterflies wings and I guess you have colored a lot of wings or yeah how do you a lot of several wings (laughs) can you give any advice how to color them so they look delicate yes you have to color delicate is my answer (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, well, actually, it's true because you have to have a really light hand uh, and not just put the color down really, really thin. I mean, really light, so you can see through them. So you see the white in the paper uh, because if you color strongly and the white disappears, it won't look see through, right? 
and uh, I would use different colors, not just like one. If you want them to look a little bit blue, maybe you you can use a little bit pink and turquoise as well, so they shimmer. Uh, and uh, yeah, I watch. I mean, I see your picture in my group. And some of them are really, really, I mean, they're just stunning. Some pictures, they use a lot of white. I haven't used some, I don't use gel pens very much, but I see some people doing that. Uh, so they maybe use pencils first to get some color in the wings, and then they maybe use white around it or something like that. I think I used golden on my sleeping fairy on my door. Uh... I mean, to use it really light, and, and then if it's something behind, if it's like a tree behind them or something, it's the same with curtains. You have to color the green in that tree, but maybe softer than the rest of the tree. So if, if the wing is over a part of the tree, I would first I would first use the colors I want on the wings. Maybe I would use blue on the wings then. And do it just really, really soft. And then I would put the green on the tree and also do it very soft on that part where the wing is. So you see both the green and the blue. Uh, and make it blurry. I mean, not so... You can't... Hmm. <laughs> you can't make it look sharp. You can't... The edges should be blurry, I would say, on, on the tree. And... Uh, yeah <laughs> that's very good advice i i should i will uh, try that next time i color a wing i i think i use too much color too much pressure yeah. and too much yeah, layers that's quite, that's quite often a problem i think and the same with skin i mean you want to keep the white in the skin to make it glow uh, and you want to use several colors for skin i am and I know you already know this because I listened to one of your um, one of your interviews not so long when you were talking about skin. So you not just use skin colors, but you use purple and red and brown and to get the shadows and the light. And uh, this is so fun! It's my podcast, my Swedish podcast, and I have done the interview. And still, I I didn't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I do remember some things she didn't say to you, which I've learned from a friend who went to art school, is to use green also, uh, because then it doesn't look so pink. If you first put on like a skin color and then use light green, really, really light on top of that, and then maybe use a skin color again or something, it won't look as pink. And apparently it's the same if you're like a makeup artist, which I don't know anything about, but you use green then too, so not so that your skin looks more normal, whatever. Uh, so that's interesting. So I started using green actually. Uh, and then I use, uh, sometimes I use a little bit of purple in the shadows if I want to, the skin to look more, more maybe warm with a bit more brown. I use uh, some kind of red and brown. I do it a bit different every time, I would say. But I like coloring skin. It's like a, it's a, it's a, a challenge, but it's not too scary. If it's not a very big face, like Hannah Carlson, her faces are really big. Which makes it a little bit more scary because if you do a small face, it won't show if you do something strange, really. I mean, it's just you can use your grace and raise a bit, but big skin is more to color. <laughs> Another good advice: I will try to call it. I will try to color smaller faces be before I uh, yeah. go to the yeah, bigger right. faces. Yeah, do, do you know Selina Fennish? Do you know her books? I've seen some pictures. I don't have any of her books. Yeah, well, I can recommend them because they're they're not too small and they're not too big. And there's very beautiful pictures. 
it's December and uh, the Christmas is coming soon and I've seen a lot of uh, Christmas colorings on Instagram and I have a color along I love color alongs as you know if you listen to my earlier episodes uh, and now I have a color along called December Dears so if you want to color along with me you can go to Instagram and Passionista Colorista and uh, uh, check it out but I guess you have other projects in December, Matilda. Uh, yes, I do. I mean, except by coloring, I also have my own uh, Christmas calendar on Facebook where I sing. As singing is my dearest thing I do, I would say. Uh, so I I have one song every evening, and uh, when I don't have time, I usually just share a song I like from. YouTube, uh, and <laughs> I have this, um, uh, this is the third time I do it, and I have this um, uh, thing that I always start with, deck the holes, with uh, my um, um, chipmunk voice <laughs> from the Piff and Poof, because it's been in Swedish from the Donald Duck Christmas TV, uh, so that's... Uh, that's my secret talent. <laughs> Let us hear. Okay. Um. <laughs> That is amazing! Thank you so Thank much, you. Matilda! And now Vicious. I've got so much Christmas feelings! Oh, that's great! That's really, really great! Yeah. And you asked me before what I get out of the Cameron groups, and uh, I get so much love from them. And one thing that's so fun is that they call me my queen. <laughs> and I try not to, to get it to my head, but it, it's so fun. It's so cute. It's really cute. Uh, so <laughs> as long as you don't the queen in uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I joke when in the admin in the admin group when we're annoyed about something. I joke off with her head. Yes, off yeah. with that. <laughs> that was a long time ago I did that, but it's funny. It's funny to joke about it. <laughs> thank you so much, Matilda, for joining my podcast. And thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Thank you. So fun.